everyone, and welcome to The Right Perspective. Today, we're going to recap and review a 1973 martial arts film, Enter the Dragon, starring Bruce Lee, John Saxon, and Jim Kelly. The film grossed an estimated $350 million worldwide against a budget of $850,000. And it was Lee's final completed film appearance before his death in 1973 at the age of 32. And for some, these facts would be enough to consider this movie a classic. But today, we will determine whether it is a classic from the right perspective. We'll do a recap, discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But we got to start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright. I'm the middle. Hello, I am Brittany Wright, and I am the youngest. Yes. And y'all, we picked uh, Enter the Dragon. I refrained. It was so hard. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I good. Let's no. keep it flowing. Let's keep it flowing. I'm proud of you. Let's go. Oh, gosh. And we picked Enter the Dragon to do um, a recap and review of because we just did The Last Dragon, which right. was a movie that was paying homage to Bruce Lee and all yes. of the martial, art, martial arts culture that right. he introduced and kind of uh, perpetuated in the film industry, et cetera. And so, um, you know, this was my first Bruce Lee film, sis. I don't know, is this your first Bruce Lee film, sis? I think watching a, in totality, I really? feel like I've like looked through the channels and like, you know, oh, Bruce Lee movie is on and, you know, but I've never like watched a Bruce Lee movie in totality. Yeah, and it's totality. I was already, I was already interested to discuss this with y'all, but now I'm, my interest level <laughs> is, is elevated because I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Now, this, so, so this was your first time. I think I knew it was your first time watching Inner Dragon, but you're just saying totally. Bruce Lee. Oh, that's interesting. But what I but not like martial arts. Like I had a roommate that was like really into martial arts movies. But Bruce Lee, like watching it. But the crazy part is it's like you know about him. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. is so dope. His essence is so strong, who he is, who or excuse me, who he was. It's like you didn't need to watch a full movie to know how pivotal of a person he is for his culture and just the culture of martial arts and things like that. Yep. Yeah, it's true. true. It's true. Woo, so good. Yeah. Well, y'all, um, I loved all of this context is the reason that we chose this film to do right yeah. now. And, um, you know, bro, you, you've made it clear to us that you're a Bruce Lee fan. You know, did you come up with a voting symbol idea? Oh yeah, I do have the voting symbol we'll be using. I just didn't know if you guys wanted <laughs> to talk about. You just wanted us to share our opinion. I, I did. I didn't know if you if Got you wanted it. to share your opinions or, but but yes, I do have the voting symbol we'll be using. Well, because of our expedited preparation timeline for this particular recording, <laughs> I don't okay. have any. To We're just going to skip. So. Well, the the the. Symbol we'll be using is nunchucks. Hmm. That is interesting, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because the scene in the the underground where Bruce Lee fights all the guards, and Jackie Chan is in that scene as well. By the way, uh, 
First piece of I, trivia. I, 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 <laughs> Listen. I took away what it did. Listen, okay. I'm so sorry. I, I'm thought, so I thought I was being racist. I was like, oh my God, that person looks like Jackie Chan. Oh, no, and I was Jackie like, Brittany, I was like, Brittany, that's not nice. But I was like, this person is <laughs> like, and it was there. That makes me feel so much better. I was like, Brittany. But that 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 <laughs> that is like the iconic scene from that movie. So like whenever you see the picture or a drawing of Bruce Lee where he has his hand up and he has the nunchucks under his arm, like that's where that comes from. You know? yeah. <laughs> that that is that and like when he, I'm just like you know, when he gets those nunchucks, it gets me every time. <laughs> I've been watching this movie since I was a little kid. And I'm just saying that is that is the scene that made everybody want to do nunchucks. We we used to make nunchucks. <laughs> See, and when you say that though about you watching this since you were a little kid, there were there were ladies boobs in this movie. Ladies well, no, boobs but, but, and booties. But remember, but remember, <laughs> remember back then, but Inner Dragon was on TV all the time. So it was it was the TV oh, was the versions TV I was version. watching. Okay. Uh, when when okay. I was because you know it was out before, but like when we all started to watch Kung Fu movies, that is Enter the Dragon is the quintessential, like that is the one. You understand? Like okay. that's the one that is it brings because there's a lot of Kung Fu movies that are all great, but like a lot of them are from you know. China and like place where it's like you know it's, it's dubbed it wasn't really and like then you had had your black exploitation ones which are great as well but like this one was just kind of like brought everything all together you understand and like that numchuck scene was the scene and it just it just makes me laugh because we we would find sticks and find stuff. <laughs> And bro, okay. am I making this up in my head? I feel like you had some like made of tape. Didn't you have some that was like, it was like tape on two ends? What you, you know, all Janai, need to know is that our brother was extremely creative. He was. I, Janai, he still is. I'm but, not, uh, I don't remember this exactly. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> because there were yeah. several iterations of nunchucks that I created. <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah, it was it was ball. funny. What's funny? Nunchucks are not even because they're not even a good weapon in terms of real martial arts. <laughs> just, something just that's cool. really cool. They're, they're really cool. cool. But but <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, yes, I probably had at some point. So yes, nunchucks are going to be. And, and sis, sis, are simple. you are you in alignment with nunchucks yeah, as our clothing symbol? I had that. Okay. All right. Well, I thought at first about like, you know how the beginning of the fights is they put their hands together and do something. I said, well, maybe we can have some hands. That's it. That's all I had for you. All right. So nunchucks then. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yes, I think we're all in agreement that nunchucks are cool. And today they will help us to determine whether uh, this movie is a classic from the right perspective. In order to be considered a classic, this movie must receive three nunchucks. It could receive zero, one, 
two, but it must receive three, three. to be considered a classic. That's right. Um, now, is it n three sets of nunchucks? Yes. Three sets of nunchucks. Yes. All right. Well, again, oh, because of our expedited preparation timeline, this will, I think this is the first podcast where I didn't do any like typing up of a recap for us. Um, not even an outline in a bullet. I'm just gonna take it right off the top. I'm gonna take it right off the off the dome, like a freestyler. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it then because <laughs> this is. <laughs> I know I you had to take some I sort can't... of notes. Oh, I took a ton of notes. I have, I have, I have, I took copious notes. Well, then... I have one. Two, so what do you mean? Uh-uh, no, three. she's counting them. Never mind. I have three pages of notes, but I didn't put together like a recap. All right, like well, a, I'll, like I'll a do, fun I'll, little I'll, recap. I'll do I'll do the recap. All right. I'll do the recap. Okay. All right, I'll do the I'll uh, do the recap. Bro, I, this is a recap. I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know, I know. And trust me, I've been um doing self-talk and, and reflection all night. I'm ready for this podcast. I'm not going to dominate the conversation and I'm not going to talk too much. And I'm going to give a very brief recap. And, and and for our for people who are new to our podcast, we definitely include spoilers. Usually our content is so old that people haven't seen it in a while. And so we do a, a recap that is full of spoilers so people can remember what happened. And sometimes people haven't seen the movie or television show that we're recapping and discussing. And so for that reason, we do go ahead and tell enough that you can really enjoy our discussion. So that's, a, that's your spoiler alert. Take it away, bro. <laughs> All right, so this movie, Enter the Dragon, follows the story of Lee, who is the protagonist, of course, played by Bruce Lee. And basically in his temple, he is one of the best students or, or the best student. So and um, one of, and a teacher and, and, and a teacher because, and one thing I, I thought was interesting was how they, I'll get into that. I'll catch myself already. But I know. I catch myself already. I catch myself already. But anyway, he's he is a, a, a student and has become one of the best, one of the lead teachers. And basically, the um one of his leaders gives him a quest that look, there's this guy who used to be within our temple who's now out there calling causing all kinds of shenanigans. Okay, he's causing shenanigans, and we need to get this stopped. So he, uh, Lee, meets with someone from the Brit um, British intelligence who tells him, look, this guy owns an island, and it's completely secluded. The only time that anybody could get into this island is he has this tournament every three years, and he wants Lee to be one of the people in the tournament, because he knew he already got invited. So he wanted him to go ahead, accept the invite so that he could get the evidence that they need to be able to move on this um, crime leader, and his name is Han. So that's the, the premise of the movie, is that Lee is going under the context of this um, tournament to 
uh, get evidence on harm so that other intelligence agencies can actually have the, intel the, the info they need to be able to shut this operation down. Also going to the island is Roper, and Roper is um, someone who is addicted to gambling, um, and I believe he's also an actor, if, if, it's, if, it, if it doesn't escape me. And Williams, who is uh, a martial arts expert, right, who's also going to this. Williams is played by Jim Kelly, who's a, a, a huge influence in that, in that whole martial arts um, space in terms of in terms of movies. So anyway, they all get to the island. Um, they realize that this thing is like crazy. You know, this guy, when they get to this island, he has everything you could possibly need, food, women, I'm sure, whatever else you could want is, is, is on this island. And Roper being a person who's a little more, you know, he's gambling addict. So he's, he's worldly. He knows what's going on. He kind of recognizes what kind of man this guy is. So he's already a little wary of, of just the situation. And uh, Williams, his, his spidey senses are up too, but I don't think as much as Roper really interacting with these types of people. You know, he, he knows what type of person Han is. So we have Lee, um, Roper, and Williams who are all within this uh, tournament now. Everybody's there. And to make a, a long story short, or a short story short, um, Lee sneaks out at night, finds the evidence that they need, also, he connects with one of the operatives that was placed there, who's undercover as a female, you know, comfort woman, uh, prostitute, whatever, whatever they, I don't, I don't know what they're, Listen, <laughs> what they're, I like comfort. Let's woman. go with comfort, comfort, woman. Co comfort woman. Yeah. But, but yeah, she, she's, 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 she's a, she's, a female yeah, comfort, so, woman. A, yeah. a comfort woman. Okay. So, <laughs> so, cause that, cause that, you know, I don't really think. Because prostitutes doesn't seem right in that, you know, she, what they do. Was, well, the truth is, she was passing out grapes. One yeah. of his, his, one of the reasons the various intelligence agencies were coming for Han was because they knew he was trafficking women. Right. And so these women were essentially, even though he was having them trained in martial arts and they were dressed well, in you know, finery. His daughters were the only ones trained in martial arts. The no, because even the, um, the covert operative was a part of the display of martial arts. So the well, women- do, do you do you do you think that them throwing those darts was really? I just thought they were good at throwing darts. Oh, I was looking at it as a display of martial arts, like because they never fought us. though. They never fought. The only ones who fought was his daughters. Oh, okay. I I felt he was saying, "Listen, these women are here for your enjoyment, but don't play." No, they, but this is they, for the discussion. This yeah, is that's for the discussion. For discussion. The general yeah, point anyway, is, you the can general call point is that they knew he women. was trafficking women. They, and so yes, in yes, general, the women that were there were being drugged and enslaved. Yes. yes in general. Yes. In general. Yes. And so um, he connected with her and she's basically like, look, you know, people disappear, women disappear from this island. So it goes even deeper than you thought. All right. So he goes out at different nights. He gets the um, the evidence that's necessary. Through this process, we find out that Han uses this 
uh, tournament as a way to recruit people to, into his underworld organization to be able to have tentacles out in the real world, you know, outside of this island where everything else is secluded. So um, all these people he's bringing, he actually wants them to be representatives of him back where they where they come from. He's and bro, I, I, I don't I don't know if you're going to miss it, but just think it like, are you going to mention Lee's sister? Well, I was going to talk about okay. that. Well, I mean, Janai, if you feel like you could do it, go ahead and do it. Like, if no, you, if you, if no, it's not I just going, didn't want you. I didn't want you to forget. If it's not, go, but okay, you if it. I miss something that that you want something, you, you hop in when I miss something. I was just popping in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Oh yeah, but I'll no. pop in too. Don't forget the boat. Oh, that's not helpful. All right. Don't forget the boat. They came over on the boat. It's okay. But it's an island, so it's not important. It's, it's I just, I just wanted to pop in. I wanted Everyone to say, I wanted to disregard. say nothing. The jury will disregard. I wanted to say nothing. The jury will disregard <laughs> Brittany's comment. <laughs> okay, I, I just want to let you get all on know. The I just want to let you all know I am working really hard to keep this short, and you are not allowing me. Bro, so this is not my fault. This is not my fault. I just want everybody listening to know. I just wanted to be a part of that all fun right. exchange you two were having. I felt left out. <laughs> Once, so what I really feel like is is what would be the easiest way is just to describe what happened to each of these men. So first of all, you have Williams, who um, was accused of being outside, but really it was Lee who was outside, but one of the guards saw Williams outside. So while they're in this island, you know, they're going to their rooms to deal with the, the comfort women, everything like that, through this process is when Lee goes out to find the evidence and he ends up interacting with some guards who he had to beat up one time real quick and he beat them up so fast they didn't even see him. Because of course he's Bruce Lee, so he had to he had to beat up the guards so fast they didn't see him. But one of the guards saw Williams outside, who had stepped outside because Williams is Williams. Williams doesn't like people telling him what to do. So them telling he can't go outside, he's like, I'm going outside. What are you talking about? I'm Williams. So the guard saw Williams and just told Han once Han found out that his guards got beat up that um, they saw Williams outside. So Han confronts Williams and Williams being a man of honor, he's not going to tell on Lee. He's not, and he's ready to fight. And through cheating, Han kills Williams. So that's how Williams meets his end. Roper um, is, once he, he has some time alone with Han, Roper realizes what the real deal of this whole tournament is okay that basically he's looking to recruit and once he finds out he's actually down from the beginning because he's like well look i mean i got gambling debts and i you know i need somebody so let's go but he didn't realize that um han had killed williams and so when han is about to close this deal and make roper one of the uh representatives he shows roper williams body like I'm just letting you know, it's and real. They have fought here. together. They have fought together in Vietnam. Yeah. Right. They had. They were. Um. They knew each other 
all the way from the war. And they just had a good rapport, you know? So him seeing Roper, um, I mean, Roper seeing Williams, it just uh, killed like that. It was just really, you know, like, this is crazy. So now you can tell he's just trying to figure out how he can get out alive, okay? And lastly, we're dealing with Lee. And Lee, um, he had a very interesting story because when he was getting ready to go over to uh, uh, this island, one of his associates told him about what happened with his sister. And basically, Han's people were in Hong Kong and uh, somehow just by being in the wrong place at the wrong time, they come across uh, Lee's sister and they start uh, they start harassing her and she's good. She could fight. She wasn't good at running, but, but she but <laughs> she wasn't the best runner or wearer, but, but she but she uh, was good at fighting them off. But basically, they seat. cornered her and in a in a in a building and she could tell that first of all people know about Han so it's like I mean either get violated right here right now or even worse I'll get kidnapped and you know who knows what will happen to me then and so what she decides to do is take her own life as opposed to being uh you know subjugated to uh, subject to whatever was going to happen after that so lee now has this information and he also knows that um he, that the person who led this chase to his sister is ohara who is uh han's number basically one of his number one guys or his number one guy depending on how you're looking at, at the organization but so now that lee's on the island to find the info, he also gets the opportunity to fight O'Hara. And let me tell you, he fought O'Hara, beat him down, and was going to let him live. But O'Hara decided to break some bottles and try to attack Lee. And he said, okay, see, I was trying to be my best self, my best evolved self, but now I got to put two feet in your chest after I jump way high in the air and he, it's his life. And that's also one of the iconic scenes where, where he jumps. Kill you dead. Uh, yeah, when he jumps on the horror. So, so that's what happened in the, as, as far as the personal lives of, of the three, I guess, main characters. So once, once Lee finds the evidence that he needs, he sends a message to the intelligence agency, who, of course, dispatches troops now that they have the evidence um, to the island. But the thing was, is they were getting there late. And now Han knows about Lee, right? Because while Lee was looking for this evidence, he got caught in the underground lair, which was the epic fight scene that we're talking about, right? So now Han knows that Everything isn't copacetic with Lee. And so he uh, now is going to have Lee fight Bolo, who Bolo is the man also in these movies. Okay, like, like Bolo is the big, you know, the big guy in the, in the, in the, in the movie. He's, he's in several movies. Uh, uh, A from big that. man. 
from, from that time. And so not only is he going to have him fight Bolo, who we've, we've realized is an extremely capable fighter because we've seen him kill people in these He folded one guy up like a paper towel. Yeah, he folded one guy in half as an envelope. And um, <laughs> Crack the spine. Uh, Dead. Gone. <laughs> crack the spine. So uh, Roper is also on the hot seat because at first Hall was going to have Roper fight Lee. And Roper's like, I'm not doing that, okay? Because, again, Roper doesn't really like Han because Han killed his, his friend. He's not going to participate in killing another friend. So he had Bolo come out, and instead of fighting Lee, Roper decides to fight to fight uh, Bolo, which this set off the whole end of the movie fight scene where not only is now Lee fighting, Roper is fighting, but they were the 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 undercover operative was able to unlock all of the men that were in this underground lair who they've been experimented on to give the drugs and stuff. And so now they're mad and they're all flying out. And the thing I love about the movie is all the men who were in the underground lair were dressed in black, and all the people who were on Hans organization was dressed in white. So in this final scene, it was very easy to follow who was Roper had on yellow and Bruce, and Roper had naked. Had... Bruce Lee was naked. He, he had on everybody. Yeah, Bruce Lee didn't even have on body fat. He had no <laughs> Bruce Lee always has to take his shirt off so you can see how he has zero percent body fat. fat. He is only muscle. So while this fight is going on, we get to the main end fight where Bruce Lee chases on into back into the palace. And I'm going to tell you, Bruce Lee was looking, Lee was looking at on like, when I get my hands on you, this is going to be a situation. Okay. And so Han tried to escape, but they end up fighting and Han has the way he cheats is his hand got apparently shot off. We don't see this in the movie, but he doesn't allow weapons, guns and stuff on the island because of this injury. And so his way of using that lost hand is he switches different hands. You know, he got a metal hand, he got a hand with knives, and he put the hand with the knives on it to fight uh, Bruce Lee. And this was great because basically at the end, the climax of the movie, he lures Lee into a hall of mirrors. And um, in the beginning, Lee's, one of Lee's masters told him that basically if you destroy the illusion, you're going to be able to see the real, uh, 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 the, the, the evil behind what's going on. And so he remembers that. And he just decides, because he's having problems, you know, tracking Han in all these mirrors. So he decides to just start breaking the mirrors. And now he destroyed the illusion. So now he's able to fight on and he throws him, kills him. And that, and by that time, the army has arrived. And that is the end of the movie. And I did really hard to, I was really working to keep that short jaw. I was, I that hope, was good, bro. I hope, I hope. I <laughs> Great job. That was good, bro. Because, because. And- because for me, the entire movie is an important part. Yeah. So like, 
So, t- <laughs> which is why I'm surprised you didn't mention the boat ride. There was this epic boat ride when they got, <laughs> when they went to the island because come to find out to get to islands you need boats right well, so they you had, know what all, all kidding aside though exactly. all kidding aside though the boat the boat ride where each of the tournament participants was coming to the island it actually was a really important part of the movie and it's one of those things that it is was. um it's it's it was there, there was um, the the movie is iconic for the fight scenes. That is what people talk about when they talk about this movie, you know. But that um, that that boat ride scene was really a showcase of the writing and of, of the mm. storytelling, because in that that the, all all that was actually happening was the tournament participants being brought to Hans Island. But on that boat ride, we were able to see each of their personalities emerge. We got and, to see the back, gambler. We got to see the bully. Yeah. We learned their backstories. You know, they even used that boat ride um, period as an opportunity to flashback into their lives a little bit. You know, we got to see yes. what happened at the beginning of their journeys to yes. bring them to this point. So and Brittany's joking the about fight. the boat ride, but it it really it was a critical part of of the um the storytelling. Well, yeah. So let's talk about that because because the storytelling I thought was phenomenal. It's very simple, and like you said, Janaya, they in the boat ride that Brittany's talking about, which is actually very important. <laughs> th- those those flashbacks not only Ain't give no. you not only give you the background of their story, but it also gets to showcase their fighting ability, so that it, it makes sense why they were invited to this you know um um uh contest in the first place mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah from, from a narrative perspective and you're listen, right the fact that han found out about these people and there was no internet or social media during that time <laughs> you got to be a bad mama jamma somebody you got to be a bad from everywhere that's yeah. like, yeah, get this person from LA. Get this person. Right, right, from right. I've been so get random from I've been China. So random. <laughs> Is that I've been so random island? <laughs> I need this thing in LA. And he had and he had multiple, <laughs> multiple intelligent, multiple, you know, governments who were after yes. him. And That's so right. there was actually this the, the intelligence agency that actually ended up um contacting Lee through um through his temple, they, you know, they were like, listen, we represent many governments. That's right. Okay. Because this is how much of a bad mamma jamma Han was. How they were much, the guy, that's the right. guy from the intelligence agency says something like, we've got all the information, but no evidence. <laughs> they were like, we know exactly what's going you know on everything. over there, but we have no evidence. That's right. Cause he's that much. Cause he's and so I good. Think that's right. This is something that movies showcase very well is how you can take over people's minds. Like you, everyone that was in white, you all were still fighting for Han, even though you saw how quickly he would kill one of you without any type of hesitation. And as soon as there's enough to like fight back to to like win against him, you were still fighting for him. And I was just like, to trap somebody's mind is to trap their body and their soul. 
because yeah. I was I was just like this is so interesting to me I mean I wanted someone to go like y'all Han don't like none of us why are we fighting right now we just because got the going it's like <laughs> that's what a henchman do but it's also, but also the death. this is crazy <laughs> but, also, but I just thought that was fear. so interesting it was yep, fear, fear. Because, it is. and and the the men that um you were that Aubrey was referencing in the recap, the men who were dressed in all black that were prisoners in the basement, Han des- of the lair, Han described them as you know drunkards, people that had no purpose in their lives, mm-hmm. and so all of those people that were his henchmen, they were selected just like the tournament participants were selected. Mm-hmm. Those henchmen were targeted. For their, um, they had no no connections. They they were they were yeah. you know solo individuals, and listen, they he was fully putting them under his control. Mm. So, so listen, and, and that, he's and you know, that bad mama jamma. And, and that and that is such that is another thing that makes to me this movie so good is because we got a snapshot of what happened in this for in this timeline. But what we could also tell was there was a lot that happened before and a lot that happened after. And I think that the thing that, I think movies try to get too much in, in my opinion, nowadays. It's like, we don't need every single last thing. Just give us enough. And and the mystery of it is part of what makes it good. Because you know, Man, just like Brittany's talking about, like this dude has to be just the fact that he has this many people. It mean it, it just gives you there could probably be a whole movie of Han's rise to power. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like how he left the temple, like that could be a whole, a whole movie, movie in and of itself, but they don't even go into that. It's, it's like you see the results, so you know. So that's what made it good. You know what I mean? You could just focus on what's happening in this movie yeah so 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 was was it um as far as the writing goes did you all feel like it was just a and we're already talking about some some of the the plot points so so i realized this but i'm just curious to hear you uh, really get into if you felt like this was a kung fu flick or a, a good movie that also had great kung fu you know like how did or you know, how, how did you feel about that? Not about necessarily how you felt about the movie overall, but the was writing, it a good, was it a movie or was it just a Kung Fu movie? Yeah. Um, oh, go I ahead, felt Sarah. like they got fighters and martial artists and maybe taught them how to act. And so I wasn't necessarily like, oh, did they win an award? I was, I was like, oh, they did well. You know, I, I was, I wasn't, I, cause I, mind you guys, I was sleepy when I was trying to watch this movie and I did not fall asleep. And I was like, there you go. Well, all right. Y'all are doing just enough to give me what I need. And then we're getting to where we really want to be mm-hmm. is we want to see some people fighting. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I did appreciate that. So I wouldn't say that the acting was like terrible, but I also wouldn't say that it was just like this stellar top notch, right. you know, like, oh my gosh. But I think they conveyed what they needed to convey um, and, and, and did what they needed to do. Uh, so, you know, 
and you and you felt the parts because there were parts where I was just like, Ugh, you know, I so they 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 did. I felt like they did what they needed to do. And I, um, you know, one of the things that I am famous for, um, just as Bruce Lee is famous for, why is your shirt off again, Bruce Lee? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I will do a little bit of multitasking, not major multitasking, but like if I can just get a couple of other quick things done while like I'm doing cooking dinners, building a house, sewing clothes. Yeah, I mean, because you can fold clothes and watch a movie. These things can happen at the same time. But let me tell y'all, this movie, you know, and one of the things that a movie or like a or like television content is supposed to do is it's supposed to show, not tell, you know? And so if you, mm. if you find content where the characters are telling you everything that has happened as right. opposed to the content actually happening in the movie, then, you know, they might not have struck the right balance. Um, this movie, it was very hard to take your eyes away from the screen for even a moment because you could miss something. Mm. And, um, and there were parts of the movie um, that, that were critical in terms of the storytelling moving along very true. that didn't even necessarily have dialogue. That entire yeah. scene of the um, uh, Lee's father and sister trying to flee from uh, Han's bad guys in the marketplace, that entire scene, it was very few words, but you needed to watch it because you needed to learn, number one, that the father tried to protect his daughter. You needed to learn, number two, that that daughter, again, for as Aubrey said, not top-notch of running, kept falling. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, but, and, and every time I watch her run, I'm like, why did you take that little detour? Like, the road is I right there. Why she was running around the pole. What why? is happening right now? She had not mastered emotional management quite. <laughs> because I feel I was she like, was just running fran- frantically in, in unfortunate directions. Ma'am, you were because that one that one lady closed the window. She was I like, said, that's so messed up. I was like, yeah, she closed that window. She was like, but you needed to see that you had to see the woman that's say, true. Nope, I'm not helping you you on your own girlfriend and, and, and that also, up over here and you like know. you said that also speaks to Han's power mm-hmm. the, the totally. how she closed that window totally you had to see that so and true. then even just the look on the sister's face where she was like listen if I'm gonna get got I'm gonna do it myself that's right yeah all of that happened with no dialogue um and so and so your question about the storytelling bro i have to say i think they really did a good job of putting together a well-rounded story and a story that kept your eyes on the screen one other thing i'll say really quickly about the story is of course i have now seen the last dragon before i saw enter the dragon and so i was actually i was looking for similarities and ways that the last dragon was honoring enter the dragon and I appreciated that the stories started and ended in the same way. Um, where at the beginning, it was um, Bruce Lee. And it was also the same thing for Bruce Leroy, um, where they are there with their, their martial arts mentor guru, finding right. out that their, their fighting ability has moved to a spiritual level. That's, right. That's the first thing we That's find right. out about Bruce Lee. That's right. That he's now... He's got he's got the glow. He's got the full body glow. At the top, and then at the end man, again, it's the words. After the words podcast. of the guru come back at the end, and for Bruce Lee can, and can, Bruce can Lee I, Roy. Can I, can, 
can I, can to I remind please? them that they, you know, that they have everything that they need, they have within. You can, know. I please speak, can I please speak on it real quick? Yes, real quick. Do it. The, remember, the enemy has only images and illusions behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and you will break the enemy. <laughs> I just love how they teed that up, Jadaya. But bro, can can I honestly tell you something though? That if I were to if I were to 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 tell you one letdown for me from the story, it was that. And listen, I love the 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 Hall of Mirrors fight. I thought it was. I mean, obviously, it is it is epic and known fight for a reason. Oh, by the way, there were over eight thousand mirrors used to set up the Hall of Mirrors. Eight thousand mirrors. Isn't that interesting, factual? All right, but. Um, I just, I hated that, that when that, when that advice, that advice from the guru came back to Lee, that he took a literal step in breaking up the image of the bad guy. You know, I hate that it became literal, like breaking the mirror, breaking the image. I thought that was like a shallow way to, to translate that guidance. but I don't think I don't think that's what they were. I think he was showing that this ultimate lesson also has physical applications. I just like fighting. So mm. it's like the concept he was talking about was so much bigger mm. than him breaking his mirrors, obviously. But what he said, but just like the fight, because like when they were having a philosophical conversation. He was, you know, he was going deep, like, you know, I mean, the fight's already happened. You know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. it, it's so to me, it was that it was just a physical representation of the much bigger um, um, concept that he already has a, a master of. So, mm-hmm. so I, so it's, I, I don't think it was like supposed to be a literal, you know, one for one. I think it was just showing but it, that. Look, but this, it was. Even if it, it's, I mean, it's, you, you know that it is a larger lesson. We know that. But I, I just, I, I didn't love the fact that he literally was breaking his image. But that's, but that's, what did you want to happen? Like, what would you have wanted to happen in that moment? <laughs> well, I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a Kung Fu movie, you know, writer. Okay. <laughs> I think. I, I just wish that they had come up with a way for Lee to reveal the truth of Han without it being like a literal breaking of the image. Like it could have just been um, Lee even saying something that revealed an insecurity of Han's. You know, maybe it could have been Lee saying something like, you know, um, only a coward would take our, our teachings from the Shaolin Temple, okay? and turn but, but it into well I, I i'm just i'm throwing out a reaction to britney's britney's question what could they have done i don't know i just thought why would you literally have him break the image i that's the, to me that's one of my favorite parts because I, was I, I, say, I, just, I thought that that was because in my head i was like you're not gonna keep slashing me with this wolverine hand something <laughs> has got to happen it you running around here slashing up my face and body now i need some cocoa butter uh-uh you know <laughs> and i loved i love how they 
Like, did you all ever see Karate Kid 2? Yes. I mean, I feel like a thousand years ago. Yeah. Anyway, so so I'm just saying there's a and there's a there will be an example that we could we could use it to, to talk about this thing. But I'm just saying often in these kind of movies, you will get a way to translate that big concept into something that they can use mm. physically. Sure. Just like okay. it, you know what I mean? It it, that's how I'll oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. It made, it made me think of the movie Signs. I don't know if you all have ever seen that movie with Mel Gibson. I did. It's a, yeah, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. I love M. Night Shyamalan. And so um, he, we need to do like all his movies. And so he, I don't know about all, but okay, you know it's some of them. Six Sense. Some of them. Six uh, Sense. Signs. Sorry, okay, Lady yeah. and Water wasn't really that good, but we're not going to get into that. And so <laughs> we um, don't do don't do another time long like that. So, but anyway, in this movie, there is a part where um, the main character, Mayor Gibson, his wife is passing away because she gets hit by a car. That's right. Aww. And in her passing away, the only way that she's able to still be conscious is that the car has to stay attached to the tree to and impel mm-hmm. her to oh. um and so in her dying she is um just saying things and a part of what something she says is she says swing away now that is connected later on in the movie because of course it's a sci-fi movie aliens are there and so um <laughs> it goes it goes okay and so what happens at one point her brother the brother-in-law, he used to be a baseball player. He was injured. He hasn't played baseball in a while. So at any rate, the aliens have uh, broken into their house. And there are glasses of half-drunken water all around the house because the daughter, for whatever reason, (laughs) does not drink all her glasses of water. And she just leaves them there and then she'll go get some more. And so they find out that water helps to kill the aliens and you hear mel gibson remembering what he heard his wife say to him which was swing away and he says that to the brother Mm -hmm. and the brother gets a baseball bat and he starts to hit the glasses of water which then get onto the alien and it kills the alien so when i think about that it makes me think about this movie when bruce lee hears his teacher like listen break the image and he's like we're in a room of mirrors and I can't see him because he's like everywhere. But in order for me to see him, I have to break the image. And it's like, okay, this is the literal application of what he's saying. In right, right. To reveal him. And so Brittany, it made Brittany, me think of Brittany, that part. Brittany, Brittany, you get it. You get it like. You, sometimes. You, 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 sometimes y'all be hating on me a lot. But, times, but, okay? but, 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 but sometimes I get it. I, I'm just saying, if you see <laughs> you more, always get it. In your own if, way. If, no, if, <laughs> so hard in these streets, you know. So people just want to bring you down Brittany, when you just, elevate it. Brittany, it's just one more. You Abs in the barrel. You need to get you another hater. That's all. You That's need all? to keep collecting them. But, <laughs> but what I, but what I will say like, is that in Kung Fu movies, you will see that a lot. You will see this big message. And then at some point, they're going to translate that into something physical 
So mm-hmm. that that won't be the last time. Like that's something that happens in those movies. So yeah. like if we ever watch another one at some point, you you'll probably you know see that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll see that, that part again. And y'all, and those the fights, all of the fights were choreographed by Bruce Lee himself. Oh, they were all staged by him, which it. I thought was really interesting. That's so cool. Isn't that so well, great? And well, he never is, even got, he wasn't even alive when the movie premiered. He died a week before the movie came out. How did this movie, which is so much a part of his legacy, he, how didn't, did he, he didn't get to experience the premiere. Um, bro, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he died. Um, he had experienced some, some brain injuries and he had swelling on the brain. And it was something that he had been dealing with and had been managed in a couple of different instances. And ultimately, that is what took him out, swelling on the brain. Yeah, his, his um, from what I understand, there's this, you know, mystery kind of surrounding mm-hmm. his death. And, you know, his son died too. Oh. Uh, his son, Brandon Lee, who was also a martial artist, and he was in the movie The Crow, the, uh, the first, you all remember that movie? And, I do remember hearing about that. I, mean, he, I remember like the previews for that movie. Yeah. Anyway, he ended. That, that's another one we could put on the list. The Crow at some point. But but the 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 Brandon Lee. It, everybody was really excited because it's Bruce Lee's son. You know what I'm saying? Like like and so and he did a great job in this movie. But he ended up dying mysteriously too. Very young. Aww. Yeah. And he he ended up dying. So it was just that yeah. further retroactively fueled the mystery of Bruce Lee's death because his son also yeah um, and it was died. it was it was swelling on the brain and and it, the autopsy was saying that it was related to a reaction um an allergic reaction to a medication um some people think like cannabis was implicated yeah that's exactly like it's there's just a all of, these swirling yeah, there's all these and it's just but just to your point though when you see the, first of all, you did you know that Bruce Lee created his own martial art? You told us that, bro. Yeah. What was so, it so again? Jeet Kune Do. So he made his own martial art, which you can see how it all translates into these moves that he gives everybody and that, that he, he choreographs. But the other thing I love about this movie, in the first scene, when he's fighting, when he's sparring, you see, he started grappling with the his opponent, and he beat him with a hold, right? Mm. Which that's uncommon in kung fu movies. Kung fu movies is always, you know, beating so you know beating with a punch or a kick or you know, which there was plenty of that in this movie as well. But if you look at real life, like MMA, most of those fights are ended with a hold. You know what I'm saying? Like like grappling, and it was just interesting that all the way back in the 70s, he actually put that in a movie, you know, which was uncommon. But all of those scenes, I mean, everyone still gets me. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone who still gets me. I love all the, and, and Williams, his, his last uh, uh, fights, his last fight scene when, when he fought Han, his, I was trying to write down a quotable from the scene, but the thing is, 
is people quote every line in that scene. Like, like in the beginning, when he was telling them he needs to learn about the feet, he was like, I won't even notice. I'll be too busy looking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, suddenly, Mr. Hand, I would leave your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you know, I, I really appreciated, um, you know. Man, that- you come straight out of a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated the 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 character development for 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 you know for all the characters, but for that Williams character in particular, you know, the same way we got a peek into Roper's life and we saw how his obsession with gambling, we got a peek into Williams's life, and what we learned from him was that he truly was like a a, a noble person just out here, you know, trying to survive. We see him. That's right. We get it. We get a look at the um where he does his training, you know, which was like a, um, his, his uh, sensei, his, I, I don't know the term, like his, his guru, his master trainer was a, another black man, which I loved, you know? And we got a chance to see that. We also got a chance to see all he was doing was walking down the street in his life, about to head to the airport so he could fly to Hong Kong and the police accost him and start, um, you know, with the racial slurs and the, and the digging at him. You know, and it was just, it was a chance for us to see. Y'all, y'all, I love that scene. Yeah. He was just minding his own business, walking from his dojo to his, just heading to the airport. But his, with that empty luggage. That luggage was empty. (laughs) Hey, I've always, you don't understand his muscles. (laughs) You don't understand muscles. (laughs) What I've always, uh, the way I've always reconciled it is, he was about to go somewhere to put something in that bag. Y'all don't understand muscle. <laughs> he didn't get on like just It, it was just bag. very light to him. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Because okay. I was like, ain't nothing in there. But look, I was That's why he was about to rest. The way, so your bag is empty. The way, he be, the way he beat those men down. But what makes me love to see it is he pulled off the cop car. He <laughs> stole the car. I was like, he's about to get to the airport on time. He's yeah. not getting a bus. He's not getting a bus. And that's what these men deserve. Oh my God. I was like, this man wasn't bothering oh. nobody. He's just trying to get where he is. He was actually going. just walking down the street. But, but I love what? that. There are lots of ways they could have shown his context. You know, there are lots yeah. of ways to kind of give us a sense of what his life was like. And that's how they chose to do it. I also love that they gave rope. They could have given Roper and Williams any kind of backstory relationship. And frankly, they could have given them none. They could have just became friends and strangers on the island, mm-hmm. you know, but instead they gave them that commonness of having fought in Vietnam together. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciated about that was it was a nod to the times. Yes. You know, whenever yes. a movie includes a little nugget that is like, in case you didn't know, here's when this story is set. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't forget. You can't fight it. I appreciate that little reality check. So, and you may remember from um, from the last dragon, they had random <laughs> use of break dancing in the movie. And for me, that was one of those little things that was like, in case you didn't know, here's the time line for this movie. So I like that Vietnam backstory for Williams and Roper. And I think it was bringing some camaraderie to, because listen, it's an American movie. 
racism. Uh-huh. It's synonymous. And yeah. so <laughs> I think that part of them doing that as well was to show that we all got issues. Yeah. And we all have things that we're facing. Roper, now while some of his is just brought on himself, he still <laughs> had a conscience. But I will say, whenever he had all those bags with him, I said, you had $63.73 in your account. And I don't, I know. Inflation. He had to buy the stuff in the bags. <laughs> is that what happened? Yes. I was like, I know inflation is real, but I was like, to per today, he paid like $800 to get all his stuff under the plane. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, he has like 50 bags. I was like, what's happening? Holy, here? how long are you staying? on Hans Island that's my question you're never going back got it listen got it he was homeless at that point he uh, He he was carrying everything everything he had he brought everything he's carrying everything he had he had no place to put it yeah he didn't know where to put it yeah Um, but I I, I think about that because they had the same story it was like and it also and it also gives even further backstory to why they're so tough you know you make it back from Vietnam you're not you know you've seen some things mm-hmm. and like isn't that I'll, the only war they didn't get a welcome back it was something along those lines like they say to um say to individuals who come back from vietnam like to say welcome back to them because mm-hmm. they didn't get that um so even think about just the psychological part of it like these are two men that have gone through something very traumatic mm-hmm. at the hands of a government that didn't even welcome them back yeah. so mm-hmm. that is you know it speaks to their psyche why why yeah. you know i'm i'm poor some poor out their hearts in combat or gambling or whatever because i mean but yeah it's it's a very it's that could be a movie <laughs> you know oh, like, yeah. like, like, like that that could be i'm gonna tell you and, and this is the last thing I, well i have one more thing i want to say before my last thing that <laughs> that that scene. This is my fifth to last thing. What <laughs> I want. <laughs> I didn't say that before. I'm saying I have a last thing I want to say, and then and it's one more thing. And, and but I wanted to <laughs> squeeze one thing in before that. That's all. I'm, I just wanted to say that that scene in the in the uh, basement or whatever with the the lair, the dungeon. I, that is everybody's favorite scene where Bruce Lee uses all those different weapons and. We, Yo, when he breaks out the nunchucks. Oh, wait, before you get off of that every time to go to your Oh, we ain't gotta get off that scene. Before you go to your We ain't gotta we ain't gotta get off. I wanted to say when he brings that snake in and those men break the window to get away from the snake. And to see Bruce Lee's face like like he just looks so annoyed, like. Y'all are supposed to be the tough people protecting layers, sending messages. Like you could just see in his face, like all I had to do was this snake. I slapped it in the back and then put it <laughs> inside here. Like I caught this snake. I did all these. I'm walking around with a snake in my bag. Like I'm just, and then y'all are supposed to be the tough guys. Yeah, he's like, he's just like, they're so predictable. They're so it's, predictably ill equipped. Like, are you serious right now? It was just so funny to me that they no, you're, excuse me, broke that window to get away from the snake. Now, would I have done that? Yes. I'm not trained. I would have absolutely been trying to get from this snake. I would that's have just me. Fainted. I would I'm have just a, fainted in the snake. Yeah. 
something. I'm not but a I'm fighter. Like, I'm not a and then it made me also laugh when he's in there sending the, the message and he just, the snake comes over and he just steps on it. And I was yes. just like, well, Brittany, yes. this is amazing. He I love it. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the only way to explain it. He just, well, I, well was it. I, I don't want to undercut your last point, bro, but I want, I did want to talk about the music. Oh no, I'm saying I only have one point. One yeah. Point. But 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 yeah, the music and the and the style. Totally. I, I will say my true reaction to the soundtrack, and let me just say I enjoyed it greatly. Okay. And again, there were so many parts of the movie that didn't have dialogue. You know, sometimes you had um Bruce Lee making fighting noises. Yes. You know. Um, but there were parts where there was just you're just watching and the music is all you've got, you know, in terms of the audio and, and then some, some punching and bones cracking, you know. Um, but I thought of that music as honestly, black exploitation movie music. Y'all, That's what y'all I saw heard. my text message. I, I said, oh, they well, you, well, you know, Jim, you know, Jim totally. Kelly was, Jim Kelly was big in that circuit. Mm-hmm. He's a real martial artist too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I will just say like, it it just starts to give me, I just have, there are aspects of that, of what these Bruce Lee movies introduced into movie culture that I appreciate and respect that I don't even necessarily tag specifically to him, you know? So that again, just in terms of like the, the way the music was, I don't know, was that, something that came with Bruce Lee? Was it already no, out there? No, it wasn't, because Shaft came out in 1971. It was not. Oh. No, I, but what I felt was like Bruce Lee wanted to bring in all of these aspects. Yes. You know, I like I felt that. like he wanted to bring all of these. And, and just the fact that, and just the fact that he, he got Jim Kelly one of the everybody loves that scene. Jim Kelly has an iconic scene in kung fu movie history, and the great and the great thing is, he was so is he good. he didn't even lose for real. It wasn't it wasn't about he didn't lose based on skill. He Dude cheated. cheated, you know. And, and so so it was like even in him losing, he didn't lose like oh he got beat up. It's like I mean the dude had a middle hand. What are you? Totally. And it was totally. and it was still honorable because he never, like you said earlier, he never told that it was. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Even when he was about to die, he just went out like, yo. I guess I gotta go. So, so I'm just saying, I I think that probably, and I don't know, but I, I'm saying I feel like, like Brittany said, Bruce Lee was kind of like, look, we want to we want to bring this part of this and this part of that, and we're just gonna make the ultimate hodgepodge. You know what I'm saying? Kung Fu movie. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to but even the lack of music, because the, the fight scene between Han and Bruce Lee didn't have any music. I was waiting for music to start, and I was like, I see what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. They need you to focus. They need you to focus <laughs> on how he's about to change this handout 17 times from my a bear claw to Wolverine. He's about favorite, to change my, it out. My favorite fight scenes are when they do that. Like the Born Ultimatum, which we should do the Born Trilogy. I love those movies. 
Jamiah, mm. they are my favorite action Well, we've movies. already given the right perspective. Period. Period. But I would still love the room. But anyway, in the Born Ultimatum, which is the third one, where he's where he's running across those rooftops, and like the scene is building up, the music is building up, and he's running, he's running because he's trying to save, he's trying to save his chick. He's running, 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 and like all the way to the point that he's jumping over the glass you know, uh, uh, that they have on the roofs to, he's wrapping his hands in random cloth so he can touch this glass. And at the end, he jumps through that window. <laughs> and then you're like this, you are all the way, all the way pumped up. And then as soon as he jumps through that glass window to fight this dude, the music stops. And it's just like, all you hear is just that, Fight. It is just like Brittany said. It's like, no, nah, y'all need to focus on this. Yeah, one. yeah. This is about to be serious <laughs> right here. So we don't want no distractions. No. And yes, Brittany, that does make a fight, especially a climax scene, it makes it even more just, you know, potent the way it, and more iconic. So yeah, that is a great point. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I've, I've mentioned on, um, you know, every podcast. You know, how I struggle sometimes with like celebrating, like like when I find myself in a place in a movie where I'm thinking, kill him, kill him. <laughs> you know? I, I always feel a little bad about it. You know, I'm always like, what kind of thing am I, what, what, what am I allowing into my spirit right now that I'm like rooting for, for death? Some people you know? don't but, have a redemption story. <laughs> Han is not going to come back as like, you know, this really nice person. Well, it's time for, for this, his storyline to end. His well, bloodline is done. For this movie, the, the, this, and this, is, this is a nod to the writing. It's a nod to the acting. It's a nod to um, all of it, really, to the music. I didn't get distracted by my own feelings about violence. I didn't. So I don't know what that means. Is it that the movie drew me in so much that I wasn't paying attention to that? Mm. Is it that they were um, really artful in the way that they showed the death? You know, there were lots of times where we heard a spine crack, but we didn't see it. Um, you know, we were so bought in to, maybe it was that we were so bought into Lee's um, fight because he wasn't just there on behalf of these intelligence agencies that wanted to take, take Han down. He was also there to avenge his sister, you know? So maybe it was all of that. Maybe I got, you know, emotionally wrapped up in, in, in what Lee was pursuing, but it was after the movie was over that I was like, oh my gosh, I just watched a fighting movie and I didn't feel that normal kind of internal twinge of, ah, why am I watching a fighting movie that I always <laughs> consistently feel. Man, now, now I'm curious to talk to you about more, the board trilogy. Like, uh, we're not going to do it, but now I'm curious. We gotta, I'm like, we, you know what? We've got to, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to review those movies. Put, 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 on, the list. put on the list. Put on the list. Brittany, I'm all about a, a good death. Um, I've seen one of them because every time you all are talking about running across the uh, top of buildings, right. I remember that. You remember that. Yeah. But to remember that whole movie because who is it matt damon yep that is yeah i i remember them very vaguely but i don't think i've seen all of them well that oh, gives boy. us an even better excuse to do them at some point so, that's yeah. even better but yeah but I, i'm i'm a person i get wraps up in the bad guy 
when the bad guy dies, like if they're if they don't have like a redemptive quality to me, the bad guy, if you're dead, I'm okay with it. I'm like, oh, oh no. See, and I like a bad guy where it's complicated, where it's like you kind of understand on to some level how they became corrupted. Yeah. You know, and that was actually that's a critique I have of Han to some degree. I mean, we were able to put the pieces together that he was just a greedy person, but they never answered the question about why he turned his back on the teachings of the Shaolin Temple. He didn't, you know, the, we just knew he was a greedy, evil guy, but they missed out on the opportunity for, for us to know, you know, his layers, you know. But I um, think sometimes people don't have layers. It's true. I think sometimes people, the, the layer is you, what just, they, what they say, you are bad. bad. What they say about that? Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? If, if only, if only, and, and again, this was like, whenever there was a hand, you know, this after we're starting to discover how much he uses his missing hand as a way to, um, you know, engage in trickery from a fighting mm-hmm. perspective, um, <laughs> he is showing Roper one of his, a part of his museum. And in his museum, we see a skeleton of a hand. Yeah. And Roper says, what is that? And Han says, oh, he says something souvenir. like, it's a, it's a souvenir. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and that's gross. It was super gross. But I also <laughs> thought that could have been an opportunity for him to just say a little line of, um, it's a little reminder that, um, you know, you, you, you should never, oh, oh, this would have been good if he said, it's a reminder that fighting uh, never deserves honor. Or just something, just something for us to kind of show a moment where he became bitter. When did he turn? What did the Shaolin Temple do wrong by him? How'd they do wrong by him? You know? So the Shaolin was, Temple didn't do nothing t- wrong. Yeah, he was I, bad I, I at think, the I little kid. Something dude. had to happen. Was, uh-uh. He I was one he was of the siblings. Dude. He was a bad little kid. His mama didn't whoop him enough. He was around <laughs> here probably breaking all her pots. And she was like, you know what? He grew up to be a bad teenager. And she was like, get out my house. And then he went to the temple. That was a last ditch effort. It didn't go well. And now he was just a bad adult. <laughs> he probably got kicked out of the temple, well, honestly. Well, the, well, well, look, exactly. the, 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 last, the last thing I want to say, I don't want to see the, the movie Britney just outlined, but if I... I want to see it, bad. Uh, with the pot breaking, it would be called pot breaking dragons exactly. but, but the dragon breaks the pot but what i would like to see Han is not the this, dragon this is what i would like to see yeah, i didn't even think about that this is what i would like to see i would like to see and i know this is kind of sacrilegious but if there was somebody who was worthy i would like to see a remake of into the dragon Shot for shot, if there was somebody who was worthy, which I don't know nobody right now, I can't I can't name somebody who, who would be on that level of, of Bruce Lee. But what I'm saying is, is if there was, I would like to see a shot for shot where they could really do those fight scenes with like 2020, you know, shooting and take because that's the one thing. Because sometimes the way the camera is, you can't really see what they're doing, and you know what I mean. Like, so, and I would like to see that done. But I would like it to happen after two prequels. And the two prequels would be, the two prequels would be 
One, showing um, Roper and Williams in Vietnam. Mm. I, I would like to see that. And then I would like to see a movie of how Han would not... Janai, sorry, I think my brother, he was just bad. But I would like to see that Something play else. out in a movie and then have the culmination be that. Ooh. You know, Enter the Dragon remake. Like, I think that would be dope. That would be a dope three movies if it was done correctly. Yeah. If it was done correctly. Oh, but yeah, I'm done. That's, a, that's all I got to say. On the me. right perspective, if somebody does it after this, you owe us money. You uh-huh. owe us Give money. us our money. Yeah. Give us our right? monies. <laughs> you know, we do sometimes put out some really golden ideas Man. right now. We're we just do. giving them away. We're just giving, We're just them, giving away. them away. Mm. But bro, I'm happy you saved that thought for last because that that's a good nugget. I mean, and I will say for me as a person who is um, I'm now intrigued by this uh, movie genre, um, you know, I I'm looking forward to, to to seeing how these stories are told, you know, so y'all, I think we're ready to vote. Let's do it. Are all hearts and minds clear? <laughs> Take it away, bro. Well, obviously, it gets my numb check. So, uh, that, this this movie, it still gets me as excited as when I was a little boy, which is interesting. <laughs> It'll always be one of my favorites. Oh. So it definitely gets my numb checks. Yeah. Okay, so for Man, our, um, for, our for our audience. I should've, I, should've, I should've made some numb checks. For our, um, our audio <laughs> participants. <laughs> I really strongly encourage you to pull up the video on YouTube for this podcast. <laughs> so you can see Aubrey's top-notch martial arts pose that he just did. <laughs> Everyone needs top to notch. see it. Top so, notch. and I will It could be the screenshot. You could, you, could cro- you could crop me and use me as a screenshot for, for, our, for the YouTube. Our thumbnail? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really am going to try to find that thumbnail. I'm, I really am. <laughs> Oh, well, this movie gets my nunchucks and it does because he did it again. He's doing it again. I did it again to hold it for you for a while. So so it'll be easier to find. (laughs) So it'll be easier for you to find. I feel like a little bit of that was Spider-Man. Just a little. No, it was all Bruce Lee. 100%. It gets my nunchucks because of this. Because of what it has done to my brother. And... um, (laughs) But also, like I said, the fact that um, there were two things that happened for me with this movie that, 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 that don't usually happen. I could not do any level of multitasking. I, the movie challenged me to keep my eyes on the screen and I didn't mind. The second thing was for some reason, I didn't feel you know, little pangs of guilt in my soul for watching a movie that was, um, you know, a fighting movie that was about violence. You know, obviously it was, it was about something much larger, but violence was the tool that was used for, for, the, for the lesson. And I didn't feel that, that pain, even right now as I'm talking about it, I just, I just didn't feel it. And so that's something very special. And so for those reasons, this movie does get my nunchucks. Well, this movie- Brittany, can I just say that your locks are so, perfectly draped it looks like you draped each one individually <laughs> but go ahead Mama. maybe Adul. she's born with it maybe it's mandolin <laughs> cargo and take me thank away. you thank you very much um that's what i wanted 
to happen. Um, no, I so this movie does get my nunchucks, and I think it gets my nunchucks because I feel like I could see what Bruce Lee was trying to convey mm. in terms of just this this art form and mm. really teaching people that it is mind over matter. Like mm. it's 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 in your mind and you can reach that place, but it's not a place where you just get there overnight. Mm. You know, it's trial and error. You, cause even when you saw um, the young man that he was training, he had to teach him several lessons and he learned so many in that moment. And I think oftentimes we can learn many lessons. The question is, what are we going to do with them? Mm. We learn those lessons. So I appreciate just what the movie meant in its context and also just what it was doing on a larger picture. I think our conversation helped me to feel a bit better about like William's death in the movie because my first reaction was like why the black man gotta die I like, know. I was, that was my first reaction but then as we talked about it I was like but that was something that I was thinking about even before our conversation was that well he didn't tell on them you know so I just there were things that I still appreciate about how it was done and then even just watching Bruce Lee and Ro- well, Lee and Roper fight together um towards the end and just have this common bond of like this man is evil and so I appreciate that part as well just showing camaraderie when we really really need it Mm. um so anyway uh, with that and I'm gonna gonna tell you the thing is is that Roper made it to the end of the movie right but nobody talks about Roper when it comes Mm -hmm. to Enter the Dragon when it comes to Enter the Dragon they talk about Bruce Lee and you talk about Jim Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. so, and and, and that's, it. that's something to be said right I'm just there. saying. That's I'm just something saying. to be said right I'm there. just saying like that's because first of all, you want a good death scene if you're an actor, right? You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. And I'm just saying that's, if you ask anybody about Air Dragon, that's the scenes they talk about is Williams and Hawk versus Hawk and they don't even talk about Bruce Lee versus Hawk. They talk about Williams versus Hawk, and they talk about Bruce Lee versus everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Eating up everyone versus else. Versus evil. Versus evil. But, <laughs> so it it gets it definitely gets my um my my nunchucks. Whoa, y'all. This is our, I think this is only our second martial arts movie because um, really? I think. Well, no, yeah, yeah, I guess we were watching Because it. The Last Dragon was our first martial arts movie, I think. And I think this is our second martial arts movie. I could be mistaken, but in two yeah. the right perspective, this is our second martial arts movie. And so far, they both have been considered classics from the right perspective. There you have it, folks. Enter the Dragon is a classic. Thank you so much for joining joining us. Thank you so much, bro and sis. I love doing this with y'all. I so much fun. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, guys. Love y'all.